What's going on, everybody? It's the Searching for Something podcast where we look at everything and anything from every Eehaw. angle. And today, I have the lovely privilege of speaking with somebody who, you know, he's the shoe guy. He's a Some call him a grifter. <laughs> he just got back from being a world traveler. We don't know to trust him, but we love him. <laughs> and his name is Nolan Shin. So, Nolan, glad to have you back in the United States, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, how long were you gone? I was gone for uh, around six months, and I was working remotely across Asia. Wow. So, what prompted you to get the fuck out of the U.S.? Did you owe some people money? And you're like, yo, let me just lay low for six months, <laughs> get the stars in GTA to go down a little bit? Um, well, honestly, <laughs> it's because I was working remote, and not many people at our age work remote. And, okay, I'm working remotely. It's not covid so won't I fulfill my fantasies, or not my fantasies? Oh, sexual <laughs> fantasies. But, okay, uh, a lot of mother involved. I just involved? take this opportunity by the head and travel the world, since not a lot of people can get paid while working remote. Sounds like not only did you grab the opportunity by the head, but you grabbed by the shaft and maybe even the balls too. Yeah, it's really crazy. I worked for uh, this nursing home suit platform, and that was my main job. But on the side, I did some um, freelancing for a couple notable companies, actually. Um, for example, I worked with uh, Billy McFarland of Fire Festival. Billy McFarland? Why does that name sound familiar? Uh, he's the guy who made that festival that didn't really turn out well. <laughs> and it was in like the Bahamas or something like that and he promised a lot more than he could fulfill there's actually a Netflix documentary on that oh interesting what'd you do for him um get some uh, credit card money for him right <laughs> <laughs> no we were doing some AI and we were uh the company we is called mate and essentially it mates people by you describe your ideal person, then we generate an AI photo of what you're described. And out of those AI photos, you're going to choose um, four of the five people that you think embody what you see as beautiful. Then we'll find people in real life that match your uh, preference of looks. Interesting. Okay, so if I'm like, yo, I want a little ting, you know, flat waist, fat ass, I start giving you guys all these details, you'll then map it out to say, hey, here's what the ideal person that you just designed based on everything you said, and then you guys go and try to find that real person to like match them up. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, we don't actually find them. We uh, Our algorithm finds them. Wow. So, how long has this been around? Um, is this new? About four or five months, but we actually use Amazon Web Services and uh, Amazon Recognition to uh, match the faces, and that's what our algorithm's on. Wow, that makes sense. So, how did you end up getting involved in that project? Uh, honestly, we just connected through Twitter, then a DM led to who dm'd who i dm'd him him and uh what'd you say well he he tweeted something along the lines of i'm looking for some developers to help with this project that i had and then i was like okay this is kind of interesting you know like why not I have and some... you already knew a little about it because he was posting about it 
No, he didn't post the details of me, but he posted just looking for some developers. So I was like, tell me your idea. Then I created the MVP, actually. Oh, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So for the people who don't know you, how did you start to acquire your technical acumen to build out MVPs and, you know, find these developer-like positions? Yeah, so I was first... uh led into software and just kind of computers because I simply wanted to buy shoes. And along those lines, um, in order to buy shoes, uh, I needed to know how software works. So nowadays you can't just go online when a hype shoe's about to release and just expect to be able to buy it. You ain't getting that shit. Yeah, you're not going to get it. Since there's people like me who are using bots, which instead of putting one entry into the Nike draw, I'm going to be putting hundreds, you know. So these are kind of quite complicated and you need to have uh, an internal basic understanding of just proxies, VPNs, um, and just other stuff like that. So, Wait, that, so what led to that point? Uh, so you were like, I want to get into shoes. And did you try and you realize you weren't getting any of them? So you yeah, started going yeah. down the like the rabbit hole of like, well, how the fuck do I get these then? Uh-huh. No, so like I didn't want to go wait in line to just get one pair of shoes. I wanted to get like 10 pairs of shoes and resell them. So I remember when the Yeezy Zebras dropped, those black and white Yeezys. The um, 350s? Yeah, that was the first release I ever hit. And when they first released for the first year, they were a good 1500 each. And I managed to get three pairs. And I was like, I was just so alerted by the fact that they were $220 retail. Then you can mark them up for 1500 and Insane. be able to sell them. So yeah. when you got the three, that was with a bot that you had built and developed? Or did you no, buy it? So that was... Because uh, people I, buy I, these yeah, things too, I right? I bought that bot. So there's actually bots to buy bots. Bots to buy bots. Since, Explain that. Uh, so pretty much if you... What's the word? Threaten? No, no. <laughs> what, what's the word when you overpopulate something? When you overpopulate something. Like, for example, if you have apple juice and orange and I put the water... or Oh, diluting? I, di yeah. Essentially, you can't dilute the your botting community because then everyone will just be at the same odds again. Uh. So you need to keep your user base small. So people actually created bots to buy bots as well. Interesting. So how did you end up learning about the bots and how this shit works? Uh, just kind of through Twitter, honestly. Through then, Twitter? Yeah, I got into this group chat that's called top chefs and some of these guys like cooking up oh man they were cooking up i remember you know the off-white jordan ones yeah i remember these two those are still expensive right yeah. those are like some of the ogs uh -huh. these two guys they managed to get 300 pairs and for reference they sell about around four thousand dollars each holy so if you do the shit. math there that's about one point three million dollars in inventory just for having 300 pairs of shoes that's insane and yeah they got them when they were like 18 19 so just absolutely ridiculous
Jeez, so how did you even stumble across like this Twitter group? Like you said, you uh -huh. found them on Twitter. Was it through? Well, so I started <clears throat> posting up my cooks. That's what they call them when you get like a good amount of shoes, you know. So like just cooked fifty Yeezys, you know. And so by the time you were posting these cook posts, uh -huh. did you already have a bot? Yeah, yeah, I had a bot by then. But uh, pretty much this group chat was kind of. Like a secrecy of just like, oh, here's an early link to get... Top That's, chefs. Yeah, I know, but here's an early link that our developers found for the Yeezy drop. It's supposed to drop in an hour, but we got it um, 30 minutes ahead of time or something like that. Whoa. Yeah. So what was the process like of you getting your bot? So I actually had like multiple bots from like multiple different companies. Are they expensive? Retail, they usually retail around uh, two to four hundred, but then the resale on the bots back then they were a couple thousand up to five thousand, six thousand dollars. But now, um, I'm out of shoes nowadays, but um, I think the whole shoe market kind of dropped and therefore the bot prices kind of went down as well. But there are some bots out there that still are cooking it up and just killing releases. So what would you say to somebody who's like, Nolan, I like shoes. I'm trying to get into the shoe game. Somebody who did was cooking up for a while. Yeah. How have you seen kind of just like the shoe market evolve? Because you're saying it's kind of uh, dropped off a little bit. So Yeah. So a lot of those people that were in the shoe market, they've now gone to um, finding deals. For example. Um, finding deals? Yeah. An like example, still in shoes or like something? No, something no. Like just online deals. Uh, deals. For example, uh, last week, this one guy, he managed to find, I think, like a 65-inch TV, brand new, uh, for like $10 on Best Buy. How the f... They're called price glitches, and you monitor the site to monitor the changes, and to do that, you're going to have to set up a server and have proxies with a Chrome job that's pinging the site and requesting... Uh, to see the info on it and checking it very frequently to find these deals. Whoa, yeah. that's insane. Like last week at Verizon, um, they had $30 AirPod Pros. Yeah. $30 AirPod Pros? $30 AirPod Pros. Is there a max on how many you can buy? Well, see, they're going to patch it up once they notice that, okay, why are is the stock of AirPod Pros dropping increasingly fast? Yeah, they're like, we just simultaneously uh -huh. sold 500 AirPods. Exactly, and we usually, for example, like let's say the higher ups are like, we usually sell 500 within, in a week, you know? Yeah. So, uh, they'll usually patch it up within an hour to a day. So, um, yeah, you gotta jump on those deals quite quickly. Jeez, that like when I hear something like this, it's like, how the fuck did you figure that out? Like the people, how do they even know that yeah. this exists? Like I actually did that to find flights across the world. Like rather than paying, I think like two thousands typical price for a one way to Korea. I know from Korea to Seattle, I bought my ticket the day of. So it was $2,500. Day of. Damn, yeah, that's expensive. Exactly. It was just <laughs> stupid planning on my part, but... Somebody's rent right there in a ticket. Yeah, yeah. Really wild. <laughs> I know, like, my flight from Seattle to Korea, I think I paid 
three hundred dollars for that. Day of? No, not the day of. I booked it maybe like two weeks ahead of time. And how did you do that? Uh, because I actually created a bot that monitors uh, not price glitches but price discrepancies from Seattle to just worldwide. Interesting. Like, explain that a little bit more. Yeah. So this Python script, it's on continuously uh, through something called cron and it monitors um, an airline APIs or a third-party API, the check for flights out of Seattle that are coming out to be quite different than the usual price. Um, I've just been using it for myself just to find good flight deals. For example, I was telling you how um, you and I could go to New York next week for even 180 $150, $200 round trip, you know, depending on the days. Yeah, that's crazy. So it's like, I think I might release a site just for like the Seattle folks soon and just put my um, monitor up there so people could find good flight deals. Just hope Seattle out for once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, I've taken so much yeah, from you guys, I, I might as well it. give the dog a bone. Yeah, I'll give the dog a bone. But yeah, no, it's like I was able to fly... I think I took 35 flights this year, which is like... Frequent flyer. Yeah, frequent flyer. (laughs) (laughs) Put some respect on his name. He's out here traveling a little. (laughs) No, but um, yeah, I think that would have added up to around like... Maybe like 30. Or no, no. 30 racks? No, like... 20 20k i'd say but i managed to get that all for about like 8k i'd say so i'm saving over half price on tickets just by having a monitor on there wow yeah so if people want to learn more about this and kind of want to be like you know ear to the uh-huh. ear to the door is there like a website that you already have so you kind of just like update people when you're doing cool new projects or something yeah, I actually have a couple of websites. Um, one right now, I actually got an investor. Uh, he injected some money into my startup called Avas.ai. Ava stands for Artificial Virtual Avatars. So, yeah, I chose. that's why I chose it. And because my sister's name is Ava. And I like... Show some love now. Yeah, right. Show some love. So, it's AVAS.ai. And essentially, we're creating personalized uh, companions that you can grow with, or you could create an avatar of yourself online. Does this kind of future scare you a little? No, not really. It's like people were scared of the iPhone and people were scared of the computers when they first released, then they've become just so integrated and normalized in our society. Like if you ask someone from a hundred years ago, and told them you'll be able to communicate with someone around the world, not through a phone, but through your car. You know, since nowadays you could just make a phone call through your car. You could go on YouTube. You know, they would have been like, this is witchcraft, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think there's anything to be scared of, honestly. In ter- yeah. But what about in terms of just, like, people not interacting with real people 
No, we're starting I, to I, see a sharp decline of that. I just don't think that's going to be the case. Well, I, you're building a, an artificial companion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not going to be a 24-7 thing. It's like... So let's talk about that. Uh, so I... Let's say I'm a huge fan of what you're doing. And I'm like, well, yeah. this is really sick. Like, explain to me what are some of the benefits that I receive. Like, is it some... Yeah. Does it show up when... Like, does it know when to show up? Is it, like, periodically? It's like, hey, what's up? Like, I don't know. Yeah, so right now we're fine-tuning the model so it could give out appropriate responses. And we're just kind of setting up the back end of it right now, but uh, front end's all done. I mean, that's the easy part. But essentially, it'll be the, it'll be able to know if you've had a bad day, good day, if you just want to talk, or let's say if you just want... To be like, can I just vent to you? You know? Like, yeah, you could pay uh, your therapist who doesn't care about you and has 10 different Isaacs in their book, you know? (laughs) Well, you could have a personalized one-on-one at any moment of your life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So what's your goal with this? Um, I think the goal is to become... A B to C, so business to consumer, then obviously have business to business applications as well. For example, there's multiple uses such as, um, let's say a company wants to help um, sale reps train, right? They could use our API or our platform to help their interns practice the sale development role. Do some role plays. Exactly. Or let's say you have a job interview, right? And you want to practice with someone in real life, but let's say you're a weirdo and don't have friends, you know, you could just use Ava's.ai to practice. So we're also creating at this point a virtual avatar that speaks to you and each virtual avatar will look different too. So it'll be like if you're just FaceTiming someone, essentially. Mm. That's all it'll be. So will it start to <clears throat> like become tailored to my personality? Yeah. So it's going to learn on your personality over time. So the more time you spend of it, the... The better it gets. Yeah, the greater the uh, algorithm. That's what it is at the end of the day. We'll yeah. get to know you. So how did you like come up with this idea? You know, you were in shoes uh-huh. and you're seeing price discrepancies on just various items and trying to get the best deal that you can. Yeah. So then what led to wanting to do something like this? So I was actually talking about it with um, this mentor that I had, and this mentor. Not or is he still around? No, no, he's still around. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, he's actually in Oslo, Norway, right now. Okay, shout out. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he was like, "Well, if you have this idea, I'll inject some money into it." So he put some. Ad- How'd you meet him? So this is the crazy part. I was on Craigslist one day. Looking for, uh, for, a, com- I, I, for a companion? I, no. <laughs> I, I honestly just like looking at Craigslist. The, look at just the boats that are for sale. I mean, I'm not yeah. going to buy a boat, you know. but It's just, interesting to scan yeah, the market. Yeah, it's kind of just fun just to kind of see, oh, a rare antique piece. Like I saw a rare antique or I mean I saw a rare uh, character made by Picasso on Craigslist the other day for 15000 You think that's real? Well, I would have gotten it verified before yeah. 
You know, I yeah. wouldn't have just. But then the fact that it exists but on Craigslist. You never know. I mean, yeah. people are finding million dollar artwork at a garage sale. That's true on accident. And then they're on like, accident. They're like, uh-huh. wait, what the fuck? There's 15 mil. Can I have that back, actually? Exactly. So, like, you really never know. That is true. Uh-huh. Might as well search. So, you're looking yeah, through Craigslist. Yeah, might as well search. So, I'm looking through Craigslist and I find this um, post that said, looking for brilliant minded individuals to help create the future. And you're like, dang, that's me to a T. Like, huh. <laughs> That's kind of interesting. Yeah. So I set up a call with him. Then we just kind of talked. Then we met up in person and just kind of. Did he give you a massage? Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, we met up at a Starbucks and we talked for like five hours. Just, just about random stuff here just and there. Just chopping it up. Yeah, just chopping it up. Um, but yeah. So I met him about like a year ago and about six months after knowing him. Uh, we started talking about AI a lot, and he's a big conspiracy theorist. Nothing wrong with that, but I guess I'm not as much. Then he's talking about just... You have a lot of trust in just what you read? No, not even in what I read, but I like hearing information from professionals who actually do the research. So, like, for example, a doctor. A doctor's... College education is outdated within three years of graduation. So rather than listening to the doctor for medical advice, I'll go listen to a Harvard researcher or a Stanford or just a prestigious college researcher. Since those are the ones who are creating the curriculum to teach the doctors. Yeah. They got the blue check. Yeah. So like do your research into things and don't just. Take the first thing that society would usually believe is just right. As just listen to your doctor. I mean, I agree with that. Like a hundred years ago, they used to give you cocaine for two fakes. You know, that's true. Your doctor would prescribe you cocaine for two fakes. And do you think we should bring that back? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's like you know, that that sounds crazy nowadays. Yeah. I mean, twenty years ago, they prescribed out oxycontin. Oxycodone, like candy. That's true. I mean, they're still doing that, though. Yeah, they still do it now for some yeah. people. But they've become more uh, aware of the effects of it. Well, we more so got aware of, like, wait, why y'all hand this out like Halloween candy? Yeah, I know, exactly. So I guess that's my point in saying, um, I'm not saying don't trust them, but always you're, do your own research as well, you know? Yeah, and you're saying, like, uh-huh. the fact that when somebody credible with, like, an extensive background yeah. of, like, Here's, a, here's my track record. Here's uh-huh. what I have done. You're like, oh, okay, that person might be a little bit more believable than fucking George post on Facebook. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, but George might have even done more research. <laughs> okay, so you're starting to, like, so... I, I just, just be smart and just don't always... Don't always just believe the first thing you think society deems as credible. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. I, I, I 100% yeah. agree with that. Okay. So he's kind of leans more towards like maybe believing these things and kind of sticking to it. You kind of keep a little bit more of the open mind. So we'll hold on a second. Let's continue evaluating till we come to a definitive position. Yeah. 100%. Okay. And so then continue. You guys were chopping it up for five hour Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about AI. Uh-huh. So then I was just traveling around the world and at one point he asked me to make 
um, a website for him. It's called vseattle.com, and vseattle stands for venture capital. So I made the website for him since he wanted to start his venture capital firm out of Seattle. And what's his background? He's just hella rich now? Um, so he said this is exactly how he quotes his line of work. Sexy but boring. Or not sexy and boring, but it pays well. So he's a he owned a land surveying company, but he sold it uh, two years ago. And uh, now he's just chilling like a villain. That's what people don't realize. They think you yeah. got to reinvent the wheel. But there's some of these no-name fucks that are just doing something no. very niche. Uh-huh. And you're like, wait, he has $30 million? You're like, yeah. Exactly. Like, an example of this is, like, he was doing land surveying for the director of um, the last three... Uh, what are those Tom Cruise films called? Oh, uh, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Yeah. So for the director of that, he was doing land surveying. Whoa. Yeah, and he was getting paid $50,000 a day. A day? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. To do some land surveying. And it, it was like a week-long job. God, that's so... like. So that's three hundred fifty k right there just for doing land surveying. Wow, just you off know? the top. Yeah. Here I mean, it is. Th- that's a higher-than-typical rate. He told me, but I'm sure he, he earned it based on his reputation and the yeah. Industry. So he actually bought it from a Chinese dude back in the '90s. He it, bought the land surveying company off the Chinese dude. Yeah, but he worked there as like he started as an intern, then worked his way up oh. to be a manager. So Whoa. over five years, and he was like, you know what? The old man's retiring. I might as well offer the bite off of him. So he, I want like it's kind of like um. An apprenticeship mm-hmm. or a ninja warrior. You're going to train the next generation. Yeah, the samurai. <laughs> yeah, some samurai stuff. Ah, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, but uh, so he owned it for about 25 years. and So this guy it. wasn't born like wealthy. No. He, he went to this company, worked his way up. Somehow negotiated like an insane fucking deal of owning it. Yeah. And then had it for 25 years. Exactly. Sheesh. So, uh, not sexy, but it pays really well. <laughs> you know what? Like, at first when you said that, I'm like, all right, what's it going to be? But now nah, that the math checks out. The exactly. But, like, two. when you first think of someone wealthy, you think it'd be like, okay, this guy worked on uh, C suite. Executive for a financial company. Yeah, he's wearing or, a suit and tie. Yeah, he's this in, guy has a hard hat. Yeah, he's in a fang position, you know, C yeah. suite level. Then yeah, you exactly. find out like managing director. Yeah, he actually built the, his company, the land surveying, to build the whole light rail system of Seattle. Oh, whoa. And that's a huge contract. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. That's insane. So I'm sure when you were talking to him at Starbucks, like. So he's not, for example, uh, don't just reach out to everyone that you see on Craigslist doing that. Yeah, yeah for the people <laughs> listening. I just got really lucky, per se. That's yeah. life, though, right? Like That's life, life, though, yeah. Life is just about... But then it's also money. about, like, there's not going to be many people like me, honestly, to be quite frankly, who are going to just reach out to a post like that, you know? Yeah. A lot of people sure. are going to just say, oh, this looks like BS. Why would I even respond? And Bullshit clickbait. Yeah. So, and 
so I asked him, like, so why did you post on Craigslist? He's like, where else do I post? He's not really technologically inclined. It, yeah. So I've kind of been his, like, tech guy for the last couple of months. And You've been his uh, tech translator. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So then eventually we started talking about AI, and he just loves AI and the thought of it. So <coughs> he so decided to help me, or he is the seed funding <laughs> for my startup. Wow. So who introduced who to AI? Did you bring it up to him? And like, yo, this is something you, you should put on your radar? No, he brought it up. So he loves Reddit. Oh, he's and a Redditor. He was like, yeah, I'm in an argument with 10 different AI chatbots on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Not even real people, just the AI chatbots. I was like, are you sure that, I mean, what, they probably think you're an AI dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, AI is just interacting with itself. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, then I was like, huh. Okay, so then that's how the AI ball kind of started rolling. Ah, interesting. Yeah, I think he's generally talking to real people. Yeah, he just thinks they're bots. <laughs> yeah, he'll ask complicated questions like, if you measure the circumference of the world and divided by the amount of U.S. states, so 50, what would the output be? It's like, what? And what is it? I don't know. That's I don't know. You now. have to find the circumference of the Earth, then <laughs> divide by 50. Yeah. That's <laughs> hilarious. So, yeah. okay, you end up meeting this homie. He's, you know, your seed guy planting seed uh-huh. inside of you. And, uh, yeah, I, f- I framed it exactly that for yeah. a reason. Because you're on Craigslist looking for a companion. So at the end of the day, <laughs> you were chasing seed and you got seed straight on the chin. So yeah, hey, yeah. I, now I, I have about um, three developers from India, one from Bangladesh, and designer from Korea. Nice. Okay, yeah. so how how did you come up with the idea? I think. Um, I'm not gonna say the investor's name, but I'll just call him uh, Mr. Kitty. Mr. Kitty. So Mr. Kitty and I were just talking about AI quite frequently. Then we just kind of it kind of blossomed out of itself. Yeah, it's not like I had some epiphany while on the beaches. Okay, you weren't taking a shower, and God told you, no one create an AI companion. Exactly, one hundred percent. Okay, so it's just. Through the natural chopping it up with another dude who, yeah. you know, is smart, kind of understands the world. You guys uh-huh. both had inadvertently painted this canvas. And uh-huh. like, Wait a minute. 100%. We should, like, fucking do this. Then it was just, like, heaven on earth being able to work on a Mac on the beaches of Bali while just drinking cocktails. You know? Yeah. It's like... <laughs> What more do you want out of life? Right. You know? If you're bitching at that point in time, dude, we got to like snip your balls off or something because you don't, there's something wrong in your head. Yeah. There's something really wrong in your head if you don't like Bali. Yeah, Bali is an amazing that. place. Yeah. But you also told me that Bali was kind of nasty. Yeah. That was the first few days until since it was raining and I didn't go out. After I did go, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, all right. My bad. My, yeah. my bad, y'all. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> this is why y'all know about Bali. False flag. Okay. Yeah. So kind of uh, going with the timeline too, you were like, so what was the remote job that you got that prompted you oh, to go uh-huh. like visit? 
Because then when you met this guy, yeah, in you met him in Seattle. No, so yeah, yeah, but then he didn't. So I, I got hired by a nursing uh, home platform. That so explain se- this. Like, what do they do? Yeah. So um, NHS is what it's called. Nursing home suit. It um, provides information, products, advice, um, and law work for uh, older aged individuals. And like, let's say you know. Um, so based off of uh, the statistics, the greatest boom of uh, seniors that will ever be alive will be within the next 20 years. So the nursing home industry is really going to take a huge growth. Yeah, I mean, look at Japan, yeah. too. Oh, yeah, Japan, uh, the youngest billionaire there. He became a billionaire by connecting old people that own businesses and selling them and or using AI to match them with an apprentice to buy the website. Whoa, you're right. Like there, that is the future. There's going to be so many yeah. old people. But the thing is, you don't want to sell it to some random bum. You want to sell it to someone with tradition, to someone with honor, integrity. Yeah, strong you know? values. Strong values. You know, you don't want to just sell it to some. It's your livelihood. Corporation or something. You're, yeah. you're selling a livelihood and a uh-huh. brand that you've spent your whole life building. Yeah, you don't want yeah. to just give that to a fucking. Uh-huh. You know, no-name dude who's going to burn it to the ground, milk it, and dip the fuck out. Yeah, that's something I feel like you would do, you know? Fuck? <laughs> I'm kidding. Did um, I, like, accidentally put a mirror up in front of me before you said that and you, you saw know, that reflection? There is a mirror in front of me. Exactly. I think, I think that's why you came up with that. You saw yourself in the mirror and just projected that onto me. No, but I feel like there's nothing wrong with that at the end of the day since that's just capitalism, right? I mean, yeah. I that, is, that. that is a... N- basic law of capitalism i mean i'm not a business major or anything but i know that at the end of the day you're but it's the framing to... right it's the framing where it's just like yo we're gonna fucking burn it to the ground no dude do you like mcdonald's yeah and how was mcdonald's created how have they by created? two brothers then they weren't doing anything with their three stores that they had in town yeah then, then ray crockett came in snatched it and up. you wouldn't know about mcdonald's if ray crockett didn't come in you know that is true. So it's good for the market at the end of the day. Competition what, is good, you know? What do you think about the pink slime that they make with the chicken nuggets, though? I don't know about that. What That's kind of where I draw the line a little What bit. is that? Have you seen Food Inc.? No, I don't really watch TikTok. I don't have TikTok, TikTok? actually. What the right. fuck are you talking about TikTok? Is that not a TikTok thing? This, they showed this in, like, third grade, fourth grade. This is, like, a school curriculum thing that they had uh, showed a lot of kids. I ain't on TikTok either. Oh, so okay. it's, like... Yeah. Food Inc. This shit's been around for years, so I don't know. What yeah, is. you should watch it. It's yeah. kind of crazy, but at the same time, I've watched Super Size Me. Okay, well, yeah. uh, I don't know if that's Food Inc.'s more about just like the food industry and kind of like oh. some of the bad practices that go into there. And yeah. have you ever been walking around and you see people kind of wearing those anonymous masks, yeah. and then they have like videos of people fucking up pigs and stuff? Yeah, have peta. you seen that? <laughs> Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. PETA. Yeah, PETA, PETA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's also where I remember Food Inc. They were like, yo, watch that shit. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Seattle in the 90s, I believe, was in the news because people were dying from Jack in the Box. From Jack in the Box? Why? Yeah, if you look up um, Seattle food poisoning Jack in the Box, that's like one of the first things that will come up. And we were on national news because of it. Do you know what they were dying from? 
some like, type of I think a salmonella or some shit starts of a V maybe, but uh, if you just look up bacteria Seattle, it'll come up. Yeah, yeah, I know. Jack, bacteria Seattle Jack in the Box. Yeah, get the keywords in there. Yeah, I remember Burger King was selling horse meat. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's like everybody out here, like you said, it's capitalism, right? It's competition. They're like, yo, we got to bring these margins down because (laughs) we all got money in the pool and I want a greater return on my investment. So how do we bring the margins down? Oh, we'll get horse meat. Oh, yo, let's get pink slime. Uh Oh, yo, let's do this. Let's do that. Yo, make the ice ice cream machine not work. So there's (laughs) definitely good and it's like a double-edged sword. There's going to be good that does come from it, but there's going to be... Some of these unintended consequences that happen because they're driven by just like human greed at the end of the day. Yeah, speaking of human greed, like today on the news I saw, I think this happened a while ago, but um, the new, uh, the senator for New Jersey was caught taking bribes from uh, Egypt. Interesting. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think that's what the capitalistic nature has created as an output of the bad side of it, you know? But Just money is the ultimate responder? Yeah, in some senses, but I think there's more to life, you know? But I think for some perspective, it, that's like a bad side of it as well, you know? Bribery. For sure. Quid quo pro. Uh, if this, then that. You know, if I scratch your back, I want to want you to fucking put your hand on my balls. You know what I mean? I got to get some more. It's not tit for tat. You know what I mean? It's tit for tat tat. That's funny. Right? Like, there's always something that they're dangling. So, okay. So, when did you meet this guy, though? Water break. Oh, he's grabbing some water right now. Just doing a quick little sip. But to recap my question. So, you saw this. Well, actually, no. You were talking about the nursing program. The Newsroom yeah. platform. And so uh-huh. how did you even find these people? They reach out to you or you see them on Twitter again and you reached out? Um, I literally reached out through Twitter. Through Twitter again? Yeah. Whoa. So how did you find out about this platform? Uh, I honestly kind of was just looking. Honestly, I don't even remember how. You're just fucking scrolling and you're like, nursing, old people, that will be big one day. No, I remember, so I don't remember how I followed him, but somehow I followed him. Maybe his tweet just popped up and was interesting while I was looking up like a quotage or something. But I have no idea, but I did follow him and one day I saw him tweet, hey, I'm looking for some help on this project for uh, my nursing home platform so then i dm'd him then we just started talking from there whoa then i showed him kind of past some of my your portfolio yeah portfolio then yeah he hired me and then how much later after that did you buy a a plane ticket and you're like let me get the fuck out of here um i don't know i knew i was gonna go traveling so you already had that in your mind, this is something I want to do. So you got the job, and then, what, a week <coughs> later, you're like, let's, let's go now? Yeah, I think, honestly, like, I think my dad bought my first ticket. Yeah. But was it like you got the job, and then you're straight out the door? Or were you kind of chilling for a bit? Oh, no, I was just um, chilling for a bit, yeah. Okay. 
though. And first stop, Korea? Uh, no, first stop was Japan to visit my friend. Japan? Yeah. What's your overall perception of the Japanese people? They're awesome. They're awesome? It's like, my favorite thing about it was how I could lo- walk down to the grocery store and I could get the best marble Kobe beef. Oh, yeah. For like $10 for a, <sighs> for a small portion, you know, but it was just awesome. Yeah. I mean, here in the States, that shit's going to run you up a couple bones, you know? Yeah. Jeez. No, but my friend worked for uh, Microsoft, and they put him in the Rapongi area, which I guess is like a pretty good area, he said. And there was pretty good food there. Oh, pretty good food and energy, but... Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prostitution's legal there. Is that a, a right that you exercised as no, a temporary I, I, citizen? I did not. <laughs> That's funny. It's a question that you know is going to naturally get brought up. <laughs> Who says that? My mind. <laughs> so how long were you in Japan for? Um, I was in Japan for two weeks. Two weeks? What was yeah. the most notable experience that happened? Probably just seeing my friend. It was good seeing him after about a year. Yeah. The bidets are probably next level there. Yeah, the bidets are crazy. I'm not a huge fan of the bidet, though. What? What's? Why are you anti-bidet? Mm. This This is what I have to say. Yeah. If, like, I, I understand the concept of it. This, is, this is what I have to say, though. If you, you are actively choosing to live like a caveman, <laughs> think about it. You're getting paper, yeah. and you're smearing shit in and around your asshole. <laughs> When you could have the option of getting water jetted completely into the, into the center of your sphincter. Completely cleaning you out. You know when people take a shower and then like 10 minutes later they got to take a shit? And it's like, ah, oh, that kind of ruined the point of taking a shower. <laughs> but every time you use a bidet, it's like a mini shower for your asshole. Why would you be against that? Huh. I understand the concept of it wholly, but... I bet you do. It's not anything abstract that we're yeah, painting. I guess I just water in like ass. To use toilet paper. I know, but why? When you go, your hands don't even need to be in that area. So at the end of the day, you like putting a finger in your ass. No. So you'd rather have your finger in your ass than water. <laughs> That's what you're saying right now. No. You prefer your own few fingers in your ass than water. Yeah, I guess I take baths and showers, so... I'm just trying to find the disconnect. Like, where are we losing you on the bidet? Like, before moving on, I have another question, but it's Uh like, I kind of have to find this out a little. (laughs) Where's the disconnect? Where are we losing you, dude? I want there to be a bidet in every house in America. And right now, let's say you're my first customer. What's the objection? We already cleared it for you. Where else are your pain points? Yeah, I'm not sure. You're not sure? No. So would you say at the very least of what we can do is have you try one out? No, I have tried them out before. Okay. No, no, no. And that was positive? This guy, why you put so much? See, it's like we're finding a spot where it's like he's uncomfortable to speak on. We're kind right now. 
there is an attempt to make your life better. And it's just, uh-huh. you're refusing love. I'm giving you love and you're turning your back on love. Yeah, I guess I just don't know, honestly. Like, I ju- I'm just not used to it. I guess that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So you do yeah. know. It's a foreign feeling. You're not really used to it. It's weird that something's going up than going out. No. Okay, then what is it? Since that's the same as wiping, too. The same. But it's your finger, not water. <laughs> you're not everyone out all the time. Yeah. But whatever. You're obviously <laughs> not going. You're immediately stonewalling. You know, he's open. He's no, vibrant. I just, I just don't know what to The say. energy's flowing. But the <laughs> moment we talk about bidet, he just completely stiffens up. And he's like. No, because I guess you're just framing it in a weird way. Like, I'm trying to frame it in a way of love. Like, if this mic wasn't here, I would still say the same thing. I know you would. I know. And the thing <laughs> is, if this mic wasn't here, I'd still be kind of yeah. asking these questions. You know that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't know. Okay. We're not getting anywhere with that. That's all right. Uh-huh. I, I kind of expected that. I just don't that. know what to say. I guess I wasn't expecting to hear that. <laughs> Well, I know you weren't, and that's kind of why I said it, because you weren't <laughs> expecting it. If we're always in the realms of expectation in Nolan land, then he can pull levers and he can find price discrepancies and exploit them. <laughs> no, but anyway, so you, you go to Japan, you're there for two weeks, and then where were you next? Let's see. After that, uh, it was Vietnam. Vietnam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hanoi. How was that? It was pretty good. I was there for about a month. About a month? But I've been to Hanoi before, so it was like my second time. But it was a pretty cool area, and the price of the dollar is super strong there. So, so what do you do? Like, you're there for a month. What does your day-to-day look like? Are you a habit kind of guy? Like, you got a routine throughout the week, or is it kind of day-by-day kind of flowing something different? Yeah, so I just had an Airbnb there for the time I was there. I went to, like, three air different B&Bs for the month. Then I guess I just found places to work. Since I was working at my own pace, honestly, I just had to get assignments done. So I just had to find cafes to work in pretty much. Yeah. I'd be mainly working in WordPress and Webflow. Develop sites. Learning a lot. Yeah, I would say so. Webflow is a great platform for developing websites. So I just use that mainly. And for the people that know you, you know, you went to the University of Washington and yeah. you, you didn't study computer science. No, I just did environmental sciences. What brought you there? Mm. Big environment guy? No. I guess business was just too hard for me. So I just moved there since I kind of like the sound of it, of like the material that covers it. Interesting. Yeah. The material is in the fact that it's like the environment, it's it's real, we can see it. Like, is that part of the reason? Because there's so many different things to learn. You could have been an yeah, artist. Yeah, there's so many faucets of it, of like space, then earth, so like macro and micro ecosystems, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you're in Vietnam, so I asked you, I'm like, are you a, like a habit routine kind of guy or you kind of go with the flow? It sounded like it's a mix of both. Like you'd find cafes to work out of. and Yeah, I mean, I was just kind of working hard then at that point when I was in Hanoi. 
Okay, so well, Hanoi you, was like a super small city. I'd say about. How are the people? The size of U District. Ah, okay. In size. What's like the general culture like as a people when you're there? Are they friendly? Yeah, they're really friendly. Did you feel welcomed? Yeah, I felt pretty welcome. Actually, we became <laughs> friends with these two Canadian guys there. And went out with them for about a week. Just to go out for uh, in the nighttime. Yeah. Pub Street. Pub Street? Pub Street, Hanoi. Anything crazy happened in Vietnam? Kept your nose clean, just working hard. Cafe to cafe. Couple Airbnb and B's. Get off my fucking back. <laughs> He's got acting like he doesn't have a microphone right now, and I'm just like at the dentist office trying to sell him insurance. He's like, "Yo, how was it? It's pretty good. Okay, why was it good? Ah, it was just good, man. <laughs> it's like, what no, the I guess fuck? I'm just trying to think of like what was good though. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think it's just so beautiful in Hanoi. Like, you meet any uh, uh, nice ladies there? No. No? We're, no? we're looking for that. I said, I'm going to keep my nose clean, man. I'm here to work hard. I didn't want to lose half. Yeah, honestly. I don't want to lose half. Yeah. <laughs> so I was in Hanoi for about a month. You're like, fuck, let yeah. me build something first before we start doing all that. Get the mine out of the gutter. So you're well, in Vietnam. So you went to... Uh, what was the first country you went to, you said? Uh, Japan. Oh, yeah. So you went to Japan, then Vietnam, and then where after? Um, let's see. This is this is tough for you. you, you got yeah, no, on I'm the trying road. to think since... Here, I'm going to look up my photos. This guy, this is his lived experiences. Supposedly, for all the people listening right now, you're like, oh my gosh, I want to travel, I want to travel. Well, look at this guy. He's traveling. He doesn't remember where he was where. <laughs> I think I was there for, I don't know, about a month. No, I, and, I was uh, in the way for a month. <laughs> What'd you do? Like, you have a routine? Uh, I mean, kind of just went to coffee shops and, you know, walked around and <laughs> like, oh my Okay, gosh. here's one thing. I, I did go dog searching. Dog searching? Yeah. What does that mean? Well, like... If you look at this photo here, this is Hanoi. That's a cute ass dog. Right? What is that? Is that like a I don't know. Golden Doodle? Yeah. Or something? So you can buy I'm showing Isaac a photo right now. Oh, those are a lot of cute puppies. Yeah. But then on the other side there was like this. Holy shit, <laughs> that's a dog that has been barbecued. Yeah. Was it good? So, no, I did not eat it. You didn't try it? Why? I don't know. I just don't. I'm just not used to it, you know? It's like the bidet. <laughs> yeah. He's got to be around it a little longer. Maybe you'll give it a nibble. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Did you try cat while you are there? No, I did not. You didn't try dog or cat? No, I don't really change up my diet, honestly. You don't change up your diet? No, I don't really change up my diet. You eat the same thing um, every day? No, I usually vary it up. But it's just not changed? It's just constant? Yeah, just constant whatever's there around me. Whatever's there. <laughs> Someone's like, yeah, I'll I don't really... i go out and order food, I guess, sometimes. You're like, yeah, what's you know? your diet? You're like, honestly, kind of have a pretty strict diet, just but 
whatever's there. That's very specific. I guess I just see everything. You guys... <laughs> Again, with speaking in riddles, parables. He's like, you got to read in between the lines to get the real insight of what I'm providing <laughs> with the diet. <laughs> Enough so, with that. Be straightforward. Um, so where... Not Vietnam. You don't really remember? Just kind of just fucking off. Keep, no, keep no. the nose clean. <laughs> His nose is kept clean, but you ask him where do you go afterwards. He's like, "Fuck, dude, I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I went to Korea after. You went to Korea after? How long were you there? Yeah. I was in Korea for about a month. Made oh. some good friends there. Got good friends. Yeah, met up with some old friends. Nice. Yeah, I've seen those those 4K walking videos, those GoPro videos on YouTube where. Yeah. Like, any major city in the world, there's some guy with the GoPro walking. Dude, I was actually going to do that for one of my... So, I had to make um, a TikTok domain for, you know, at Google Bard. Yeah. So, I got that username, and I grew it to, like, 500,000 followers. And what were you posting? Like, like, the CEO of Google talking Sundar Pinchai or whatever. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, just like anything yeah. Google related. You no, no, he it? was announcing like the release of Google Bard. Oh, then you YouTube. immediately made that domain on TikTok. Uh, yeah. And then everybody uh, just went straight to it. Well, after posting that, then just like hashtag similar to that. Whoa, yeah. that's cool. You still have it? No, it got closed down. Ah, they closed it yeah. down. Dang. I think for like copyright, probably. Since I was just. Reposting YouTube videos. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't think TikTok would give a fuck about that. Yeah. I mean, I think they do. Well, I mean... And Google, probably. No, nah, yeah. I mean, a lot of content gets repurposed. And I know, that's what I was thinking. Like, TikTok's also in China, where intellectual property and copyright law, that's almost non-existent over there. So, I mean, it's not totally fucking stupid to think that on that platform they would be allowing that you know what i mean there's a lot of bad stuff that's on tiktok Uh can't control all the content that gets produced even on facebook that's why a lot of people that's why there's content moderators have you seen these videos of content moderators they're like talking about their traumatic experiences have you seen this no (laughs) yeah they they have to go through manually all the most horrific things that get posted to Facebook, like child pornography, beheadings, fucking someone getting burned alive, someone getting rocks thrown at them until their head, fucking skull just caves in, dogs getting hung, dog fights, cockfighting, fucking (laughs) executions. Dude, it's all of that, and it gets posted, and these people have to manually look through it. And they're getting paid, like, minimum wage. Isn't that insane? Yeah. <laughs> Hard to catch this guy's interest. He's now on the phone. He's like, ah. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> trying to look. He's pulling something up right here. Where was this at? Oh, Thailand. Yeah. It's, like, oh. so beautiful from the sky. So was that the next place that you went from Korea? Yeah. that lady boy. No, I ah, no. I lady boy. I no land. Oh my god, so strong, so big, lady boy. No. <laughs> you didn't find one? No. Did you at least see one? I mean, I feel like at that point 
if you're walking down a particular street, they are just there trying to advertise their services, their companionship. Yeah, I was mostly just on the beach part, though. That was, like, a nice area. Mostly on the beach, though, yeah. Didn't really see it, no. No, like, honestly. (laughs) Okay. Like, it's just so cool. Oh, my gosh. That is (laughs) such a beautiful beach. I know. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah. All right, before you It's actually just so, like, beautiful, and I was just outside just doing, like, water activities. Yeah. At first, or just like walking around and exploring like new restaurants. Did you try yeah. the? I guess out there in Thailand they have a mushroom blend drink that you can buy on the beaches. I have no idea. He is pleading the fifth, guys, for all of the seed investors that are listening. He didn't touch the stuff. He kept his nose clean. He didn't eat dog. He didn't eat cat. He didn't touch the lady boy. For all of the people, this is no. He pleads the fifth. He did not do that. All right, wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I've, I've heard in Thailand that they have this mushroom blend drink that you could get out there and, and people trip balls on the beach. Seems like something that would be interesting, at least to me. Um, <laughs> I know you, you keep your nose clean. You kind of, you know, put your head down. keep <laughs> Kind of just tries to stay out of the way. No, I'm just trying to find <laughs> other photos from uh, now Singapore. Okay, so after Thailand, after your yeah. month, were you there for a month? No, I was there for like a week. A little week stint with the lady boys, kind of got yeah. burnt out, and then you went to Singapore. Singapore uh, was really no, clean. I, I, that was like just all of Thailand. Like I went to like both sides of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, both sides. Like Aonong to Bangkok to Krabi. What was your favorite? Aonong is Krabi, but... What was your favorite? <coughs> um... Don't really have one now. Ao Nong, probably. <laughs> huh? Ao Nong. How come? Because that was like the most beachy vibes there. It felt like... That video that you showed me, was that where it was? Yeah, it literally feels like a painting that yeah, you would that, see. That video looks Or like, fake. it literally looked like a commercial, you know? Yeah. She the looks like VR. delicateness of it. Yeah. It, it, it definitely put on like a VR commercial where it's like, you could be here. Welcome to Nolan's future. No. Please give us your data. <laughs> um, I heard Singapore is incredibly nice and that they have crazy fines where if you were to like throw gum on the ground, oh yeah, that's like a seven hundred dollar, fifteen hundred dollar uh-huh. fine, something like that. It's crazy. I'm trying to find a video. So I'm assuming when you go there, this is a hotel. Wow, in yeah. Singapore. Yeah. It's called China Square in <coughs> Singapore. That's very beautiful. The infinity pool. Yeah. That was nice. How long were you in Singapore? For about like two weeks. About yeah. two weeks. It's pretty expensive there. Pretty expensive there? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. It's I would say like McDonald's for like even that was like $5. And if you wanted to eat for like a burger. But if you wanted to go to like a nice restaurant, it would be like the same price as here. Mm. You know how every country, <coughs> you know how every country yeah. has like their own McDonald's menu yeah. and like certain things. What was on Singapore's? That was a little different. I don't think I ordered anything of that. I just usually get like McDonald's regular stuff. Like, dude, quit this rice. shit. Quit this right now. I did act. What are I you know. doing right now? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> 
don't really do that. No, just really <laughs> no. the normal stuff at McDonald's. <laughs> I don't order anything else, honestly. Dude, I'm just saying, you don't have to fucking order it, but it's yeah. like something that you note in your head. You're like, oh, noted. Oh, that was interesting. I'm not going to get that, I don't, but I'm going to get this. I don't really remember that. I guess... Just kind of kept your nose clean. There, I only huh? ate it like <laughs> two or three times there, but I mainly went to like the noodle huts that they have. Or like good noodle huts in Singapore. It feels like it's um, Seattle, but a little bit more futuristic. Ah. You know? Interesting. In what way? It just has a delicate elegance to everywhere and it's just so safe you don't have to worry about getting jumped (laughs) (laughs) so what was like the latest it's it's like the cleanness of um rodeo drive rodeo drive yeah the cleanness of rodeo drive Uh a delicate elegance as you so elegantly put it yeah interesting and it's just super high tuck would you live there yeah, that'd be cool, but pretty expensive. All right. Yeah. Appreciate the insight, man. Like, <laughs> you're just like a guy that really knows how to put it in the right way. <laughs> really paint a picture for me. Yeah, like yeah. if I were to take that alone and say, should I go to Singapore? I've been like, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but you know, it does sound interesting. Yeah. Singapore was just really nice and just safe and <coughs> was the latest that you walked around and you're like holy fuck I'm walking around like at 4am and probably like 4am 4am and is it really quiet or is there still like a lot of foot traffic happening there's still foot traffic that's cool it was safe felt safe oh super safe getting lost in the crowd just yeah keep... you don't have to worry about guns or anything like that just keeping your nose clean yeah. <laughs> All right, so after that. This one cool thing there was um, I ate at a Michelin star restaurant for, I'm showing right now, for like $2. How did you do that? Price discrepancy exploitation? (laughs) (laughs) No. um, It's this Hawker Chen, Singapore. I think it's the cheapest Michelin in the world. (coughs) It's the what? The cheapest Michelin in the world. Interesting. It's just noodles and chicken that they serve you with some, like, sauce on it. Is it or pretty... beef. Yeah, it was super good. Super dank. Super, super good. Pretty impressed by it. Yeah. I mean, I know that the Michelin side doesn't depend on, like, price or anything. But it's you usually don't see that, you know? Yeah, yeah. For, like, $5 for a Michelin star. Was the mm. plate presentation just, like, really nice? Was the ambiance of the place like unique in a particular way that you think merits the Michelin stars that it has do you know how many it has I think just one just one yeah and so being there based on kind of what I just asked like what do you think I don't Um, really know just kind of there for the food yeah (laughs) yeah I just like Singapore, I thought it was pretty safe. But I was asking about the... See, now you... No, I, no, that's I like one about, thing I really appreciated at all times. I know, and I love that. That's uh, great. But I just asked you about the restaurant. Uh-huh. And was like, oh, did it? does it merit the Michelin star? And then you're like, honestly, I just like Singapore as a country. Right? It's pretty safe. 
But I'm like, that's great. But uh-huh. I asked about the restaurant. Yeah, no, the restaurant was great. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this fucking guy. Is like, I'm just sitting here cornering him, trying to you greet him the morning. No, you're night. not doing that. I just don't know what else to say. <laughs> like, it was a good restaurant. It's a good restaurant, man. What the fuck you want to hear about it? I don't know about the ambiance. I don't know about the plate presentation. It's a good restaurant. Just go there and try the food, man. It's cheap. Yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. is the world famous... Oh, that's great. No, it's crazy there. It's So after Singapore, <coughs> where'd you go? Um what am I saying? I don't really know, honestly. Just kinda going to coffee shops, keeping my nose clean. Yep. <laughs> so this is I don't know. He's showing me a picture. Where's this? Uh back to Thailand. But oh, this wow. is like the beachy, like vacation safe area. Damn, that's beautiful. Was, it, was there any yeah. sketch areas that you traveled to in Thailand? Not really. No. So when you're in a country, you kind of just like to stick to the safe parts. You don't want everyone to venture out. Yeah, there. it's not like. Oh wow! Cool fire yeah, show. Yeah, so it's like there. pretty safe. You know. But I'm just saying, does that ever <coughs> seem like something that? you find worth exploring when you're in another country you're like well let's go to the slums let's go to the part that they don't show you on the brochure is that something that you ever think about <laughs> not really <laughs> like i was just working from cafes gotcha man uh, yeah yeah a man of many words <laughs> no it's like genuinely like i would just be doing the shit like this how was the coca-cola there tastes oh, different yeah it was good it was good there we go. That, honestly, it's just like, I was just chilling, just working. Like, <laughs> it is very beautiful. I seriously was just working. Just there. keeping I'm just exploring um, the city. Just keeping your nose clean. No, <laughs> <my> God, <laughs> Like, actually. I believe you, man. I believe you. Okay, so you're in Singapore, yeah. then you go where? Because you're gone for six months, so it's like the no, time yeah. that we've been gone. So I think I was in Anong for June 12th. He's got to think about it, folks. No, no, I'm just looking at my photos to re- recollect them. That lady boy got to his fucking head. No, no lady boys. Nah, lady boy. <laughs> <You're funny. laughs> I was there for about two weeks. Okay, a little uh-huh. two-week burger. Quick little rep ski. Yeah, sure. Dude, what the <laughs> fuck? What are you doing right now? Now this is Bali. Oh, that's beautiful. Right? We went to Bali after. Yeah, I was just drinking beers on the beach after in Bali. Wow. Bali's so much fun. Really? Yeah, way? you just got to meet people all the time. I stayed in a hostel in Bali, so I just wanted to meet people, and uh, yeah, it was a great time there. How many people were in the hostel? Don't really know, man. It's just no, kind no, of trying, people. I'm to think. I would say like... About 30, 40. Oh, damn. There's yeah. a good amount of people there. Uh-huh. So you could just meet with them and make friends and go out together, you know? Who's the most notable character that you remember from your excursion there? Mm. You're like, they're all interesting people. Well, I became <laughs> close to this one girl. I just has like friends there, but <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I asked you, I'm like, yo, so was there any interesting notable character that you met there? Like, no, I guess 
Yeah, I mean, there's this one girl, but I uh, just kind of friends though. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know what to say. <laughs> okay, cool. Nolan the novelist. He can really bring a character to life. <laughs> I, I don't, it's I don't like really she's know. right here in the room. I could see her. It's like yeah. she's real. <laughs> yeah, I guess I would say so. Though. All right. <laughs> As you were saying earlier, you the... figment of imagination. <laughs> yeah, all right. So. Yeah. No, you're... I guess I just like, that wasn't my main like. Dude, I'm not saying it's your man. I'm just asking you a simple yeah. fucking question. It's like, yo, you talking to a girl right now? You're like, yeah, she goes to a different school though. Like, you don't know her. Does <laughs> he even make an attempt to like I try guess to that's explain? How, that's actually how it's like, you know? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> There's no attempt in filling in the blanks. It's like I'm right here, and I and there's like, we're separated by water, and you have an opportunity to build a bridge. And you're like, I don't want there to be a bridge. Just uh-huh. wave at me right here. I, I see you. I acknowledge you. But I ain't going to bridge you over here, my guy. This is my world. This is my life. She's just some girl I met as a friend. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just. So Bali uh, then where? Okay. Because I'm going to ask uh, about Bali. Like, you see any monkeys there? Yeah, I went to a monkey uh, area. No, no. That was uh, Thailand. No, not in Bali. Uh, I would love to see some monkeys. Yeah, I really wanted to go to uh, the zoos. I really wanted to go to the Singapore Zoo, but didn't get a chance to. Yeah. That's like one of the best zoos in the world. Oh, is it really? Yeah, that's why. Do they have like, what animals do they have that some other zoos don't? Because you know like pandas? I guess you we as the U.S. can't legally own pandas. They get like rented out from the Chinese because they're like a sacred protected animal there thing that's wild so is there something that singapore is bringing to the table in terms of their exhibit that's like a little different like what makes it the biggest the best is it because it's the biggest cool layout cool design like why is it he's like i don't know dude i didn't go (laughs) i just was so relaxed there i guess just Living on the beach. <laughs> Dude, Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm pulling teeth right now. This is crazy. <laughs> this like, guy um, had the opportunity to do what 99% of the perp... That a lot of people would want to do. And be like, oh, I want to go there too. I want to go there too. And it's like, yo, how was it? And you're like, pretty cool. Just chilling on the beach. I don't know what no, you want to hear from just, me. <laughs> I was just honestly living... Just so relaxed. So just, Bali then where? You just let your nuts hang. Like, I'm not going to give a fuck about it. I was in Bali right? for about a month. Yeah, Bali was so much fun. So much fun. Yeah, lots I of heard there's a lot of beautiful women there. Yeah, lots of Australian girls. A lot of Australian girls. Uh, Oi. Yeah. Dang. You know, they, you know what the difference is between a French kiss and an Australian kiss? No. An Australian kiss is a French kiss, but down under. <laughs> you get it? <laughs> I get it. It's fucking stupid, but that's what just made me think in my head right now. <laughs> Popsicle stick joke. Every once in a while, you gotta pull them out just to let them know you got a cherry flavored, you know, popsicle. You like popsicles? Uh, I could see you just throating a popsicle, honestly. <laughs> but you not realizing that you're throating it until I look at you, I'm like, dude, what the. F- Dude, you're just putting that shit back, and then you're like, oh my gosh, I am. And your lips are just hella red. 
I could actually, I, I could see you. Were you ever like a Gatorade red lipped kid? You know what no, I'm talking about? I only like blue Gatorade. Blue, okay, but the same thing then. Did you ever have the blue lip? There's, <laughs> there's kids I went to school with where they would be drinking Gatorade and they would have it so much on their lip where it'd just be stained. And kind of like when you're eating hot Cheetos and your fingers get red, you know, there's a temporary little fucking color that gets left. Uh-huh. Um, I could see you being a Gatorade-lipped kid, just walking around with some blue on your lip. <laughs> That's funny. This guy's acting like I just met him for the first time on a subway, and I'm like, cool shoes, and he's just looking through his phone. He's like, yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> no, it's because um, I'm so, just trying to remember all the places. That's why. So after, so you, how do you not remember these? People would think these are notable experiences <laughs> that just get etched into your psyche. You're like, oh yeah, that was cool. I remember this. To you, no. No, because I hopped around in so many, um, it's not just countries, you know. That It's not just countries that I went to. It's like, um, I hopped around between the countries. Like three or four flights. So it's like, it kind of all got diluted. Yeah, it's smoke yeah. and mirrors. Yeah, like I was taking a flight like almost every week. Yeah. Did you have fun doing that? Yeah, but sometimes I took some really late flights, but it's whatever since my Zoom meetings were at like 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. because it's on the East Coast. The company was based in Atlanta. Okay, if you traveled all in Asia, like, what was your favorite country that you visited? That you're like, I just had so much fun there, great memories. You don't, we, trust me, I'm not going to ask you about the memories or the experiences, because you <laughs> don't want to tell them. <laughs> but, like, is there, is there a podium? There's a lot of countries you visit. Is there a podium? Gold, silver, bronze. Does that exist in your head, or just, that's just something you don't think about, kind of just we're pretty chill about it? Um... <laughs> Well, I really like some cities, and I just really didn't like some other cities. Um, right. I, uh, Cambodia was great. <laughs> Cambodia was really cool. You know the... Shoot, why am I forgetting it? Do you know those temples in Cambodia in uh, Shim Reap? Mm, they sound familiar. I think if I were to see like a picture of them, I think I know what you're talking about. But that's as far as my knowledge on them goes. Oh, Angkor Wat, yeah. I went here. He's pulling up a photo right now. So at least we get to see that, guys. We get to see a photo. Um, he doesn't want to say what he did there. Just kind of kept his like nose this. clean. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, that's beautiful. So that's the only reason I went to Cambodia. <laughs> Dang. How long were you in Cambodia for? Just in and out? I was there for about three weeks. Yeah, it was really fun, though. A little three-week burger? Yeah. Nice. Everything's so cheap there. So now that you've been... They had um, these, uh, what was I called? Weed marijuana uh, pizzas. So it's like an edible pizza? You eat it and you get high? Yeah. Whoa, did you have one? Uh, no, because they were hard to find, but yeah. Hard to find. He just kept his nose clean there, guys. No, no, <laughs> like the government actually cracked down on them. Oh, really? Yeah, but if you look it up, you know. I believe you, man. Actually, you. don't twist my arm. I believe you. So you've been gone. Do you have eye drops? I do have some. Oh. Yeah, um, I've been 
you've been gone for six months. Is that something you'd want to do again? Like, you have the experience? Do you want to live in Asia now? Or No, not really. No, not really? No, I like living in the U.S. No. This this guy, man, he, like, you ask him a question, and he will give I do like you, living in the U.S. At the end of the day. He'll give you the brutal, honest truth. No bullshit, no facts. <laughs> he said, why do I need a paint? Here are just, you're getting served. <laughs> I'll see you in court. That's <laughs> funny. This man can paint a picture. And I just asked him about his six-month excursion in Asia. You would think a lot of people would, have, would bring color and life to it. But he said, you know what? It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I'm just a boring person, mostly. No, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just, I'm teeing you up. You know, tea time, tea time, tea time. I'm, tea trying, time. I'm pulling some Drake shit right now, like on Meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> teeing you up, but, you know. Um, but that's all right. You know, if we're starting to tire you out. We're just starting to get fatigued. We can kind of no, just I just need right eye here. drops. That's it. Okay, I've been well, eye drops all day. I don't, I'll get you some eye drops right now. But as I'm doing that quick little turnaround, yeah. is there at least an experience that comes to mind that you'd like the people to know that you lived? I guess I've just been to every wallpaper calendar place that is out there in Asia. And like, that, when you think about it, that's pretty crazy. It's cool. <laughs> this fucking guy, dude, are you serious right now? Oh, I also went to Shanghai. Shanghai was cool. Shanghai was cool? Yeah. Is there any other My way? credit card and debit card didn't work there, so I only use cash, which was interesting. The credit Debbie wasn't running? Well, you could only use it at the ATM, and you couldn't use it at um, restaurants or shopping. Interesting. Yeah. So you that have really, to... Did that really piss you off? A little, I guess. A little, okay. It's like, it'd be nice just to use Apple Pay. Apple Pay is really nice. You know? Throwing him some eye drops in this guy. I'm asking him to entertain and tell us something. Yeah, there's nothing in here. There's nothing in there. All right, well, we can just start wrapping up the episode. Um, <laughs> this guy had so much to share. I was really excited to hear about these crazy experiences he had. But <laughs> he doesn't really know what he experienced. Doesn't really know what he saw. He knows he saw wallpapers. Was in and out, keeping his nose clean, just kind of you know sticking to the coffee shops, food, in Coca Cola. Didn't see the, didn't see any dangerous parts. Just said, you know what, man, I'm here to just live you life. Have any, uh, candy. Have any candy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at this guy. Hard to keep his attention. He's like, yo, can we at least turn the screen on? Let me see some candy. Uh, I don't know. Get... I just enjoy like something that. I'm not tense right now, but it'd be nice if you offered the guest snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I offered you some water and you said, no, I still gave you water and you ended up drinking some. So, I mean, that'd be nice if you had like a meal for them. Uh, yeah. I mean, we were going to go get, get the budgets up. We were going to go get I'm the kidding, food. <laughs> we were going to get food beforehand. So I didn't <laughs> think I had to get a charcuterie um, board for the guy. I wonder if they do that for Joe Rogan. They probably what? feed him and everything, right? Well, this is his spot, right? So it's like I'm sure he's just eating his lunch, and then he goes in and 
You don't think he goes out with them? I'm sure he does. Goes to a restaurant or something. But I'm trying to hear about the Nolan Shin experience, and we're just kind of catching him at the dentist. Sorry, man. Somebody died recently. I actually did go to a dentist there. Oh, really? Yeah, so there's... Good treatment? Yeah, it was fun. It was fun? That's how you explain the dentist? No, it was like a whole uh, dental cleaning. That's it, it. it was fun yeah. to you? Um... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's nice getting your I don't really hear people say the dentist is fun. Usually people like dread going to the dentist and they're That's poking around. Fun. It's fun to you. <laughs> you have fun there. Well, the cleaning. <laughs> it's like you're learning to be human and you're having human experiences and you're like, is this fun? I think I'm having fun, guys. Yeah, the dentist. It's the, fun. The dentist is fine there. Yeah. It's fun there? No, not fun. It's fine there. It's, oh, it's fine. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just itching your eyes like crazy, man. I know. You better go fucking blind. Wait, hold on. Let me put this on pause. Oh, my eyes are actually so itchy. Wait. Yeah, okay. So, Nolan needed to get some some eye drops. Had to go search through and find it. Man, it looks like he is really starting to get to that point where... Oh, that's great. Oh, instant relief. Yeah. Looks like the lady boy... The lady boy, <laughs> no. instant relief, I lady boy. I did not have any country. Lady boy, I gave you relief, huh? Uh huh. That's funny. Did you meet one? Uh, well, yeah. Like they say hi, but I didn't like go out with one or anything like that. Did you say hi back? Uh, yeah. I'd just be like, just a normal person. Did, oh, okay. So, you, as a normal person, you say hi to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's walk down the street, and I. I guarantee you're not fucking saying hi to everybody. <laughs> no, you're not, you fucking liar. No, you're not. You're lying with your fucking teeth. <laughs> you don't say your normal baseline is you're just walking down the street like everybody else. Everybody yeah, else no, isn't I saying hi. It's nice. But you see the lady boy and you start waving. Edmonds, like downtown Edmonds. So it's like Dude, this ain't southern hospitality. You ain't gonna say Edmonds is like fucking living in Texas right now. No, Edmonds is Dude, downtown Edmonds is like... It is nice, though. It's it's you like did, Southern hospitality, I'm telling you. You did bring me to your town where you grew up. and It's like it, on the beach side. It's the Hawaii <laughs> of Washington. <laughs> it was. It's pretty nice there. It's like I'll a little that. quaint, you know? Mm-hmm. And you don't have to worry about crime there or anything. Crime scares you. <coughs> yeah. 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 We'll get that out of him, at least. So that's why I like Edmonds. And What's, that's why I was looking for, like... What do you think's the most scary to you? Like, someone pulling a knife on you, pulling a gun on you, a group of people showing up with no weapons, but they're surrounding you, like, in a circle? What do you think would be more scary? I guess a group of people with guns. I said with no guns. Like, in the, in that three options. You got either someone coming up to you with a knife, someone coming up to you with a gun... Or you're completely surrounded by a group of people, but they have no weapons. I just think it depends on the situation. Dude, are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah, if one person with a gun was a mile away, I guess it would take yeah a mile away. Then there were dude, you're not JFK. You're not JFK, and I'm talking about a fucking assassination right now. 
You're now changing it to be you're getting assassinated. I don't know what you're talking from about. From a mile away, you're getting assassinated. <laughs> okay. You never know. I'm saying, okay, in a scenario in which you are in a dark alley in a foreign country, yeah. you don't know, you don't speak the language there. You're in somewhere else. I didn't else. get to those areas. That's the thing. And I'm just describing yeah. a hypothetical. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I saw them. I didn't get I know. I know. I'm, I'm, just, yeah. I'm just describing a hypothetical and getting your input here. <laughs> so you're going down the alley. Uh-huh. And... Here are the three scenarios that you could deal with. Yeah. It's either you're walking down this alley alone. It's 3 a.m. You just got back from a club. You're a little drunk. You're trying <laughs> to get back to your Airbnb. Yeah. And somebody pulls out a knife. And they are about three feet away from you. And you can feel the sharpness of the blade slightly touch your stomach. And they say, like, give me everything you have. And so there's that scenario. Uh-huh. And then identical but with a gun and then the third scenario is same everything but then you see some guy start following you from behind and then you look in front of you and you see another guy and then you look to your like kind of like 10 o'clock and you see a person there and then you look to kind of three o'clock and you see someone there and then you're starting to look around then you're starting to be surrounded by people to you what would generate a greater fear response? Knife, gun, or getting surrounded by people in that scenario? Uh, probably the three guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'll ride the silence right there with you, man. That's it? Yeah, probably three guys. I mean, it's three guys coming at you, and it's like if they're trying Well, I said a group. So more than three. Oh, okay, if they're trying to hurt you, it's like, dang. All right, well, Nolan Shin, the most amazing man in the world. He's been um, gracious enough to bless him with his presence. Um, he's an incredible individual. Novelist, essayist, can really just paint a picture with his words. It's incredible. It's fantastic. The different types of visualizations he's able to create with just mere words it's like you're there you know he's a he's a jk rowling type where he can build a new universe and we all just understand it and he taps into these archetypal type human qualities that just all of humanity can tap into which is why he's going to be building an ai companion for you to interact with he understands you better than you know you he understands the human experience just that much better than you. So how about this? He's going to give you a friend because you're too much of a fucking loser to make your own friends. So here you go, bud. Here the fuck you go. <laughs> Simple as that. That's Nolan Shin. It's been an absolute fucking pleasure to have you, man. Um, is there any... <laughs> is there any closing thoughts that you want to leave for the world? How do you want to be remembered, Nolan Shin? Uh, I don't know. You know, he doesn't fucking care, man. He doesn't care. Let him just find price discrepancies and exploit them. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's started, and now in the realm of AI and we're starting to create avatars, he's like, now I've monetized your likeliness. Who you are, your image, I now own it. <laughs> yeah, much. This guy wants to own people. He's like, I know y'all better than you. I'll paint you a world. I'll give it. I'll give you everything. What is it like, that you like, want? It is new gold. It's the new gold, and this guy is um, fucking hoarding it. No, not yet. 
Not yet, though. Not yet, though. But, hey, it's coming. So soon enough, you guys are going to be following. Is there any way that you want people to, to reach out to you to kind of tap into your life of so much delicate interest? Not really. Not really? He doesn't want you guys to know him. <laughs> like, no, don't try to find him. Don't find his Twitter. Don't find his Instagram. Don't try to find these TikToks. Like, just leave him the fuck alone, quite honestly. Um, when he's got something to sell you, he'll come with open arms and try to ring the bell, let you know that, hey, sign up for this, sell your soul to me. But when it comes to understanding his life, his day-to-day his Snapchat even, just leave him the fuck alone. He really doesn't need the attention. Just trying to keep his nose clean. No, just, honestly, I was just like chilling in those areas. <laughs> He's just honestly chilling in those areas. Yeah, yeah. Just on the beach and just... On the beach, doing relaxing, the same thing, day in, day out. Because I, I was working a decent amount there. He's working a decent amount, you know? Really fucking lay off the guy. Get off his fucking back. He's working hard. He's trying to do something. So... It's either you can like it or you can get the fuck out, right? So, Nolan Shins. I'm just chilling there, honestly. I get you, man. I get you. Anything you want to close out? Uh, Favorite quote? Favorite quote that come to mind? I love quotes. Not really. Not really. Even (laughs) that, man. I guess I don't really have a favorite quote. What about that Rousseau quote you told me once? Man, I probably... I forgot that. Where you said... I learned that in high school. You said, uh, man is born, f- born free, yet everywhere he goes in, is in chains. Yes, yes, that's the one. Yeah, thank, thanks for leaving us with the quote. Man. <laughs> Real fucking pleasure of you, man. <laughs> Real stand-up guy here, ladies and gentlemen. From selling sneakers to building bots to providing you with the best price on an airplane if you're from Seattle, yep. to then building AI companions for you to interact with. Would I be able to go on a date with it? Could I get sexual with the companion? Probably not. Would it do a dick rating, like OnlyFans models, where you like send them a dick pic and then they rate <laughs> it one through 10? That'd be weird. With a, no? So how is this gonna be an all-encompassing companion if it can't fucking maintain dick hardness? Something to think about, right? Next update. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Nolan Shin. It's been an absolute pleasure. You really just know how to fucking take it away, man. Like, I'm just really impressed by just the detailed language you use in these answers. It's thank awesome. You. Yeah. Much appreciated. He's laying down now, no, putting just, eye drops in his head. Relaxing. He's oh. relaxing now. <laughs> All no, right. No, well. Well, thank you guys. This has been the Searching for Something podcast. Nolan Shin, an absolute stand-up fucking guy, man. I, I love this guy. So make sure to never try to ask where he is because he's not going to tell you. And just leave him alone, quite frankly. <laughs> leave him alone until he wants you to buy something. And yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. All right. Well, this has been the Searching for Something podcast. Until next time.